Welcome to Loving That Sports Talk with your host, James Loving. If you're looking for a fast-paced show that covers football and so much more, this is the place to be. Now, here's your host, formerly of the Philadelphia Eagles, James Loving. This is James Loving, your host of Loving That Sports Talk and always, always, always co-host, Terry Jackson, TJ, you that, T.? I'm here, Lil. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Always good to get on the phone and talk sports with you. And then when we're not on the phone talking sports, we still talking sports. That doesn't make sense, does it? That's right. Don't make no sense, Lil. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, we got a lot to talk about. Uh, first, I want to start off talking about a um, shout-out to everybody who's a Kansas City Chiefs fan. And uh, they got Andy Reid as a coach. I think that's a great decision. Um, great coach. I think he'll bring in the um, good things. Hopefully, we bring in, you know, a good quarterback. Maybe Michael Vick. That shout out. Maybe some good things happen from giving that shout out. What do you think, T? Well, yeah, they they need to start with quarterback position, but I, I figured Andy would get a job and uh, fairly quickly. Um, and good good luck to all the rest of them that they got fired too. <laughs> I hope they can pick something up as well. Well, let's talk about Andy with um, Kansas. We know that he was going to be the first to get a job, and then we're going to talk about Lovey. But, you know, when the coaches leave his team, it's funny how, you know, you say, I can get fired from one team and get a job at another team. You just was fired, you know. You know, you can't get fired in the world from uh, one police station and go to the next and not shoot and get a job. Can you tell Well, apparently it's being done. Uh, why it's being done, I don't know. Um, you know, you can be at a place for so long and then, you can outgrow it or it can outgrow you or, you know, just maybe time for people to go in different directions. That doesn't mean that you're not a good coach. Um, it, it doesn't mean that at all. And especially if you, uh, you know, you still have the fire inside you and the desire to coach. And, um, you know, he'd been there 14 years. I, I, I don't think he even had a problem leaving. I think it was just time. Well, see, we got, uh, Eric Glover. Glover, Glover, you're there. He's live with us. <laughs> Yes, sir. Yes, sir. How you doing, love? What's up, TJ? What's up, Glove? All right, all right. Well, Glove, first, uh, I'll let you um, click in. Well, did you hear what we talking about? We are talking about Andy Reid, and we still didn't get the weather on in San Diego. Well, uh, you know, it's uh, 67 today, a little uh, windy, but it's 67 and the sun's out. So, you know, down a couple of degrees from 70, but, you know, we're going to make it work. You know, I caught the tail end of what you guys were saying. And, you know, you got to look at some of these coaches that had tenure, like an Andy Reid or like a Lovey Smith. You know, they did all they could do in the time that they were there. And at some point, you got to realize or get that understanding that, you know what, it's time to move on. You know, there's been a lot of, you know, a few controversies with Andy Reid, you know, with his son, you know, and other players, you know, in Philadelphia. So I think it's, it's ran its course. It's time for him to get out and for them to bring somebody else in to take the franchise in another direction. Test me if I'm wrong, Terry. I think I talked to you about his son and everything that was going on. You said that shouldn't matter. And I think, like you said, well, that was a lot that was going on with Philly with him, and it was time for him to go. Was that you all talking with, Terry? Yeah. That was me. You didn't agree with that, though, because everything going on with his son, it was like that was somewhat what they were trying to get rid of him? Well, I, I don't know, and, and we'll never know what was, you know, what, what goes on in the locker room. You know, goes on. <laughs> Excuse me, management with uh, with Andy Reid. But 
he was having problems or issues with with his son, and that doesn't, you know, that doesn't make a difference where whether he can coach or not. I mean, I, I, if he's still doing his job, um, we're all human. He's a man. Things are going to happen that you know we don't expect. It's no different than Pagano getting diagnosed with you know with cancer. I mean, it it happens. Those those things happen, but that doesn't deter that team from playing because what was going on with Andy Reid's son didn't have anything uh, to do with what was going on out that football field this year. So uh, they can blame it on whatever they want to. I, I, I don't agree with that. Let me ask you this, Terry, as well. Do you think it's like resapping of the same coaches that's getting jobs? It's like no new coach coming. You might get one college coach to come in, but it's the same coach recycling to a different team than the thing. Isn't that getting old? What do you think, look? Well, you know, for me, I find it interesting you asked that question, and I was going to bring that up because we made, I don't know if that was us talking, but I spoke to some people the other day, and it's interesting that you hear these same names, you know, Gruden, Schottenheimer, Ryan, you hear the dad, you know, Mora Jr., you hear these same names recycling and recycling. I mean, let's, let's you know, not talk about recycled names. Let's think about it. The coaches that were head coaches a year ago are offensive coordinators and D coordinators or coaching somewhere in the NFL this year. Now that there's vacant jobs, you got more head coaches that are going to, that are going to be offensive defensive coordinators, and those old coaches from two years ago that were coordinators, now their names are popping back up as jobs. So, right. yes, the, the recycling is real bad. And, I mean, let's think about it. North Turner's leaving San Diego. They fired the D coordinator in Dallas. North Turner's name is surfacing as the offensive coordinator in Dallas. Under Jason Garrett, they're going to take his job away as the coordinator, let him stay head coach, that's what they're talking about, and bring it in North Turner. But the sadder part is they just, they're, they're going now to the Canadian Football League to look at coaches to bring to the NFL. I find that interesting. What do you think, Terry? Hey, I, I, I think it's, uh, I find it's interesting as well. Um, you, you do get tired of hearing it. I mean, Bill Cowher's talking about coming back. Where where is he going to go? There's 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 talk that he wants to coach again. I mean, it it is time for some new blood, you know, because these guys have have, have done their time, in my opinion. Let's move on. But again, that doesn't just because these guys get fired, glove, and I think you agree with this. That doesn't mean they're bad coaches. That just means that you know they're not a good head coach. Uh, they may be a heck of an offensive coordinator or defense coordinator or or whatever, but. You know, as far as he said, coaching jobs, that that's more of a managing position. It's not, uh, you know, I, I do everything position. And, and that's where I think, um, you know, it gets blown out of proportion. Yeah, well, you said the managing position, but, and I look at it saying that if your offense ain't clicking, you take over and call the play, right? Is, is that what it is? Well, you, well, yeah, something's got to go. You, you, you got to be able to step in and, 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 and get the problems taken care of. But you can't be the offense coordinator, the defense coordinator, and the head coach at the same time. You can't do that. You agree with that, Gloves? I totally agree. That's, that's what, I mean, you look at some of the organizations where the coaches have the 10 years, you know, you look at it, you look at, I can't really say Dallas, but you look at um, Philadelphia where Andy Reid was there. You know, he's, the head coach, but he's also wearing a multi-hat. And, and TJ's right. 
on some teams there's coaches wearing more than one hat. And you would think that you you hire your staff where on the game day you just manage. You don't coach. You know, like like it works. You're the manager. You hire people under you to do the job where you don't have to work, or you just manage to make sure they're getting the job done. Now, if they have to step in, then that's another story. But if they have to work when they step in, then evidently you don't have good people underneath you and you're not a good manager. Yeah, but you see some coaches, you know, see like Andy Reid, he's going to get a head coach job. Well, you see other coaches that was head coaching, they end up getting a job. It's like a defensive coordinator, also coordinator when they get fired. Why is that? Why do they go down there like the other ones? They get to stay up where they're at, you know. It's, you see that happening, you know. Anything, guys? Well, you, well, well, you know, for me, it's like this. You're right. It's like this. Most of, you know, most of your coaches started as, you know, a position or a special team, and they moved up the ranks to a coordinator job. Then from coordinator, they went to head coach. Then normally, according to who you are, you, if you get fired from head coach, you either go back to coordinator or to a position job. You look at Mike Singletary, he went from a head coach to a, to a, to a linebacking job. Or certain coaches like North Turner, they're talking head coach back to an offensive coordinator where he started at, you know. So if you didn't do it as a head coach, what's, I'm going to teach you, what's going to make it happen as an assistant coach? At some point, they got to start bringing younger guys along. The only sad part about it is some of the young guys they're bringing along, they have the same mindset as the guy they learned from, which might have been Papa. So that's really not changing the game too much because they grew up in the system. That wasn't benefiting the dad, so why would it benefit the son? Yeah. And you said that right. You know, when the coaches go to the other team, it's not changing the game because they're the same coach where they was coaching them before. So they just bring the same game to that other team, right? I mean, I don't see, you know, what's Dallas point of getting rid of that defensive coordinator when I think that offense was the one that was a problem. So what did you change at that place? Well, well offense wasn't, wasn't the only like problem. That. You can't sit there and say that with straight faith, love. Not after you saw what RD3 and, and a lot of those other teams did to the Dallas uh, middle. Okay, those guys were suffering with injuries, but again, your backups got to come in and play, and, and they they weren't able to do that. Teams ate Dallas up running the ball up the middle. So Jerry Jones was just mad and angry, and he fired Rob Ryan. <laughs> that's that's what happened. <laughs> he had to fire somebody. Yeah, but see what's sad with that, TJ, and we talked about it before, and, and everybody talks about it. That that team in Dallas and the <laughs> owner in general, he needs to – is he going to be the owner and the GM and the coach, or is he going to be the owner and sit in the box and hire a GM, or is he going to be the owner GM and let the coach coach? He has to figure out, you're right. He fired Ryan, you know, which he thought that was going to take the, the, the spotlight off of him or added, he probably wanted it on him. So now right. he's talking about slicing Jason Garrett's job in half and just making him the head coach, and he'll call certain plays and then hire an offensive coordinator to call call the plays. I mean, I don't understand. It's like he's double-talking himself. Well, I don't understand, Glover. What position was Jerry Jones in to make that decision? Is it because I'm the owner and because I got the heavy hand, or – did he actually sit down and say, you know what, this was a problem, Rob Ryan. This is what I didn't like. One, two, three, four, five. 
and and, and weigh it out and say you either needed to change it or you didn't change it. What information did he have before he made that decision? I guess is my first question. And and did he do it just because he could? Well, I mean, that's, that's what we're gonna that's, do. That's, we got we got to take a break. We'll come back. We got a guest. Uh, uh, former uh, NFL player to play with the 49. We'll get his take on what he thinks those Niners are going to do. Are they going to be a bust this year like they were last year, or are they going to go on and let my Green Bay Packers and Denver be in the Super Bowl? Well, this is Jay Loving, TJ, and Glove, San Diego 67 this, this, today. We'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Want to experience football from the perspective of two former players who also have coaching experience? Tune in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. We'll talk about the drafts, play-by-play, and even what's happening in the offseason. Daryl and Sam have the connections and the knowledge to bring you the inside stories of the game's past, present, and future. We'll cover the camps, on and off field, and everything else, football and beyond. Sports Info UM is heard Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Sports and medicine go hand in hand. Quite simply, if you aren't up to your game health-wise, you won't be up to your game on the field. That's where Bruce the Sports Doc comes in. Dr. Bruce Grossinger uses his medical training and experience to bring you a link between sports and medicine. From the latest advances and treatments to discussion behind the injuries of the week, Bruce the Sports Doc and his team of guest experts are here each week to lay it on the line in terms that you can understand. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby, Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is Jeff Loving, host for Loving That Sports Talk, and co-host TJ Jackson called. Yo, what's going on, James and Glove Man? What's happening? What's happening, TJ? Also, yeah, I'm doing good. Doing good. All right, real quick, tell us on listeners out there where you play that. I'm sorry. Tell the listeners out there real quick where you play that. Yeah, I played at uh, San Francisco 49ers. 
as a uh, defensive back? Well, we've already tell you up to date. You know, we got questions <laughs> and answers and all that for you. Uh, one, I want to give a shout out. And I appreciate the event that you did for my um, parents for that organization for Kids for Talk. It really went well. Thanks a lot. Hey, no problem at all. You know what? That was a huge blessing just to have the opportunity just to go out there. I think what you guys did was a great thing. I think uh, it was a blessing. So you guys going to do it again next year? I'm always there for you. Well, I'm going to start off with a first question. Nani, what do you think you're not going to do? They have bucks. Last year, they everybody picked them to go to the Super Bowl. And then, you know, this year, you know, um, you know, they take the one punt. The fumble and all like that, you know, when you want one play away, but the next year, can you do it again? Well, I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to tell you right now. Uh, in the NFC, whoever wins out of the Packers and the 49ers, you can take this to the bank and the check won't bounce. Whoever wins this game, which will be the 49ers, will win the Super Bowl. I'm going I'm to I'm tell you just like that. Whoever wins the NFC out of the Packers and the 49ers, okay, they will go into the Super Bowl. And whoever they will face, they will win. Very good. <laughs> well, um, I, I got a question for you. What, what this matchup with San Francisco and Green Bay? What does San Francisco need to do in order to to, to win the game? You know what? I think uh, you know if, if you ask anyone, defense wins games, right? Defense wins games. But however, in this case. The San Francisco 49ers must, um, you know, the quarterbacks must come to play. You know, if it's going to be Paulin, it's going to be Alex, whoever it is must step up, execute, and play. Uh, Jim over there, you know, he's going to do everything he's going to uh, do as far as having a nice uh, plan, and they just got to go out there and, and execute. Uh, on uh, defense now, they got to stop Aaron Rodgers. Um, they, they, they need to go out there and put a lot of pressure on him, and if they can do that, they will win. I'm glad you said that, AP. This is Glove and Diego. My question, or here, here's, here's my thing. I'm with you on the uh, 49ers, and I was there because Alex Smith is a San Diego boy, so yeah. I never I never bet against boys from San Diego. But <laughs> when Vernon Davis went down and yeah. when uh, Rodgers got all his receivers back in Green Bay, the tide kind of shifted. So my question is, if Kaepernick's in there, do they open up the offense a little bit more? And finally, finally, do they start using Randy Moss more? You know what? they got to use Moss. I mean, Moss has been in the game for so long. He's very talented. Matter of fact, he's electrifying. So they need to find a way uh, to uh, make some make some plays. They, they need to make a way that Randy Moss is on the island with the DB, and Moss needs to be Moss and tear the DB up. And it's all day from there. Yeah, one question too. I argue with Glover about it, you know. And I thought, you know, the Marsh is, is done, you know. I'm not saying done, done, but you know, when you take plays off, you just you have no respect. But Glover said, how many people on um, players do take plays off? But don't that hurt the team? You know, absolutely. You know, I was very fortunate to be around a lot of. Uh, I won't say a lot. A lot. Um, a few. Uh, key mark players who are in the Hall of Fame or will be in the Hall of Fame, like Brian Young, uh, like uh, Jerry Rice, Rod Woodson, and those guys who uh, never took a playoff. And, uh, I mean, there's a list goes on from there. Uh, Rod Woodson, uh, just to name a few there. Uh, you know, you you will have some players, unfortunately, um, take, a, uh, you know, take some plays off. But some of the top-tier players, 
you know, they will go, you know, they will go every play hard, but not to take anything from, from, from Moss. You now, Moss is a great player. I think, uh, what they need to do down there at the end, um, you know, with this game coming up here, they need to get Moss in the game, let him get excited, let Moss get to, to, to the old Moss of old and let him just, like I said before, let Moss be Moss. And uh, once he gets excited, once uh, you know he's not, you know he's going to be every play going. Uh, you know you may have some players, uh, you know, like we all know they're going to take a uh, playoff here and there. But this is playoff time now, and and I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure the Heat is on in every player, every coaches, and they know that every second, every play matters. So I, I can't see any player taking any plays off now. And you guys, you guys know this. This is. I mean, love you. You're a, a receiver, and you, you know we got two other defensive guys. Moss commands a double team. Why? Why are they not using that more? Why are they not sending him down the field? Crabtree's making all the tough catches over the middle, and all the comebacks. Why are they not using him more? Are they afraid uh, of Kaepernick? I guess is my question. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I, that was for you, James. You know what? Um, well, I tell you, you know, back in the day, um, not too long ago, when it was, uh, you know, triple team on double team Moss, and now they're like, well, we can get one of our best players and guard Moss. In my opinion, that's a disrespect to Randy Moss. I think he realized that. I think he's going to bring his A plus game, and I and I guarantee you, before the game is over, they're going to double, they're going to triple Randy Moss because Randy Moss is going to come to play. He's going to say, hey, you, he said, I'm going to write me a check and you take it to the bank and it won't bounce, baby, because it's playoff time. He's about to bring the pain, so everybody get ready. All right. Well, oh, no, I'm, hey, like I said, I'm a, I'm a Randy Moss fan, and we've had, we've had this discussion plenty of times about Moss taking, taking plays off. We made the comparison of T.O., Chad, and Moss. Them two bombs are out the league. Guess what? Randy Moss is still standing. I think he's the X factor if San Francisco wins this weekend. I think, like my man said and TJ said, they're going to have to double, they're going to have to triple, but all that's going to do is open it up for Crabtree and everything underneath. So X factor, Randy Moss, I don't write checks because I'm a cash man, so we can bet on that. <laughs> you know they what? Gotta you know what? That's running not... first, though. They gotta get, if they get Frank Oregon, man, uh, it could be a long night for Green Bay. You know, absolutely. And what the 49ers must do, and every play, every team that's in the playoffs right now, from the Packers, Seahawks, Falcons, Texans, Ravens, the Broncos, they need to take a playbook, or uh, they need to get the playbook from the Patriots. In my opinion, the Patriots aren't as talented, but they know they know how to utilize every single player from the uh, kick return, punt return, offense and defense. So if the 49ers can open up the field on defense and offense, and especially on offense, using Randy Moss, using uh, uh, Gore and, and some of these other top players out there, it's going to be a long day for the Packers. So if they can take a page out of the Patriots' uh, game plan, I think we're going to have a great game. Well, I know we only got you for a little bit long, but um, can you run through and tell us who you, you see going from the AFC and then we're going to do it and, you know, and whoever you pick, we're going to uh, um, beat you up with that pick. <laughs> who do you think? Well, uh, you know, um, just going to top of my head, from the NFC, 
you know, I'm gonna go with the uh, 49ers. I think they're the, I think they're the underdog last time I looked, uh, but I'm gonna go with the Niners, uh, the Seahawks, and the Falcons. Um, where's the game played? I'm not sure. Is it playing the uh, Seattle? Atlanta. 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 You know what? I'm gonna go with uh, Seattle on that. I think it's gonna be an upset. Um, AFC out of the Texans and the Patriots, I'm always go with uh, Tom Brady. Uh, now, this is going to be an ultimate game with Ray Lewis at the Ravens and uh, Peyton Manning at the Broncos in Denver, my hometown. Man, I don't know. That could be a toss-up, but I'm going to go with uh, Denver Broncos. Anytime you have Peyton Manning, uh, uh, Peyton Manning on your team, you got to go with them. Um, what, what else we got here? We, now, that's it, right? So we got some, the wild card was this, was this uh, past week. So yeah. those are my picks, yep. Yeah, well, Glover, you must know Glover because he's going to 49 too. I think me and Terry with the Packers. Are you with me, Terry? <laughs> I think so. I, I just, you know, I, I'm a little worried about the quarterback position with San Fran. And yeah. if Rodgers gets it going, I, I just have a feeling that that they can they can score some points on that defense. Um, but then again, as as we turn the table, if Frank Gore gets going, you got Moss and Crabtree. Crabtree's playing good football right now. If Kaepernick can get him the ball, I mean, that could be a long day for Green Bay. What do you think, yeah? No, absolutely. I think it's going to be a long day. I mean, it could be. I mean, this is like my uh, former teammate used to say, T.O., it's time to get your popcorn ready. Man, it's about to be an exciting game. This is playoff week, so get your popcorn ready. It's going to be a great game. Well, we're going to go Haskell Bray, but uh, yeah, every week we get you on and follow this um Road to the Super Bowl, we love that. Is that possible? You know, it's absolutely possible. I'm not going to make it out there this year, but I guarantee you what, I will be at the Super Bowl next year. So yeah. I, I would love to hang out with you guys. So Okay. And, uh, I'll get you on the show every week and keep talking about the Road to the Super Bowl. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Sounds All right. Good. And we'll expect you next week and See if your 49 lose. They lose, and we want to hear them from you. All you got to listen, right? <laughs> hey, I tell you what. When they win, I'm going to be on this radio station again next week. Watch. <laughs> you know what? Like I tell Terry, you'll be sitting at home with the Eagles and the Cowboys. Watch. <laughs> yeah. Hey, quick note. Have you guys already talked about uh, RG3 already? No, no, yeah. Yeah, real quick. Go ahead. We got one minute. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, one minute, man. That seemed like a pretty much a hot topic. Um, really quickly, you know, everyone, as far as what I've heard, people calling me, hey, what do you think about RG3? I know, Anthony, your, uh, your first year in the league that you got an ACL injury. Hey, this guy's going to be fine. He's only 22 years old, so he's going to be fine. He's a quarterback. The only thing is he's like a Michael Vick. He's very electrifying, in my opinion, one of the top uh, uh, players in the 2012 draft. Now, all he has to do now, coming back from it, he can't be – you know, in my opinion, like the Michael Vick and RG3 of, of now, he got to change up his game to be more like a Tom Brady, a Peyton Manning, to be the master of the game. And I think this is going to give him enough time to really realize a lot of th- different things. Say, you know what, I can't use my wheels quite often, but uh, now I can attack the uh, defense based on what I can do up, uh, mentally and basically what I can um, do as far as uh, attacking the uh, defense. But, you know, everyone's getting on, uh, on the head coach. You know what? That's a tough call. I mean, anytime you got a player like that that's already injured, you gotta, you know, you gotta pull him out. But I wish him all the best of luck. You know, uh, this is towards the end of the uh, end of the uh, season. Matter of fact, end of the season, and he got the what an a, uh, LCL and an ACL, 
it's going to literally take about nine to 12 months. And once he gets back, in my prediction, I think he's going to be out for the, for the 2013 year. That's just my, uh, you know, my opinion there. But I think what, what I've heard that he, you know, the, the, you know, the kid works hard. He's only, tw- he's only 22 years old. So don't count him out. I'm sure you're, uh, he's, you know, he's going to bounce back hard and be back bigger and better than ever. So. You know what, now? We say that stuff to next week, so that's a good thing. I want to get hit on that. You know, we'll make that the whole next week's show. Cause I want to hit on why you play somebody injured and, you know, Messi's a young guy. So that's a good point. We're going to leave it alone for the day because it's a lot we need to talk about with that one. You know, I thought it was a bad decision, but hey. But, um, we got to take But we want to thank you again, Al, for, um, being on. And you got next week, look for you. You got to call in again. Yep. Sounds good, man. Well, uh, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. All right, guys, and um, James Love is on the break, and we'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Tune in to a show about making a comeback and what really goes on behind the scenes with your favorite athletes and beyond. Listen for The Comeback Radio Show with Tony Farmer. A lot of people believe what they read on the Internet, hear and see in the media, and on the news. We're going to give our guests the chance to tell the real story without the extra hype. It's not just sports, although that will be a focal point of the program. We'll also look at the world of celebrities, music, modeling, and more. Listen every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Sports. Do you feel the need for speed? Whatever your addiction, NASCAR, IndyCar, NHRA, Formula One, or even lawnmower racing, Pit Pass USA has got you covered. Larry Henry here, host of Pit Pass USA. I put my 30-plus years of being a motorsports broadcaster to work to bring you not only the best guests, but also the most interesting guests in racing. Pit Pass USA with Larry Hedrick, your front row seat to the world of racing. Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Channel. Be there or get a DNF. We some hard hitters. We some hard hitters. Hard hitting radio is a new kind of sports and entertainment show. Your hosts are NFL veterans Mark McMillan and co-host Byron Evans. It's an hour of hater-free radio every week. You'll hear interviews with top athletes, celebrities, coaches, and fans. It's humor, hits, and conversation. Hard hitting radio is on with McMillan and Evans. Listen Fridays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Network. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need a bitch's ass and then move on. I just just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. (laughs) NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. 
these new guys. Well, Don't the you think is, that in the long run is going to benefit Buffalo better than saying, okay, well, since we, we, we want to get more wins than we got last year, so let's get a Michael Vick and sign him to two or three years. Okay, this is how I'm looking at it. If we're in, if we're going to state that we're in a real rebuilding year or rebuilding whatever, I can go with young quarterback and, you know, let him take his bumps and bruises like the rest of these rookies. But if we're not, if we think we're only a quarterback or a couple players away to making the playoffs next year, then I say we bring in a veteran like Michael Vick that can get us to that playoff next year. But if okay, we're not, you have to say you a couple of plays, a couple of games away, or do you guys think you're in a rebuilding stage? No, I think we're a couple. I think we're a quarterback away and a couple linebackers away. Hey, that's all. I don't think we're in a rebuilding. We have plenty of talent on the team. We're definitely hurting at quarterback. You look at every one of these teams right now in the playoffs. They have uh, above or uh, um, above average quarterback. Buffalo, we've been hurting for a long time at quarterback. Yeah, so far. But well, the big thing is, coming out this draft this year, we don't have any Andrew Lux. We don't have any RG threes. We don't have any Andy Dalton, Andy Kaepernick. There's none of those quarterbacks that make you, you know, give up your draft picks to move up to get them. Yeah. Hey, uh, hey, uh, big fella, let me let me help you out. This is Glove in San Diego. I know hey, I know it's doing? cold back there, and I know it gets <laughs> snowy and all that, but but you guys need more than a quarterback in Buffalo. <laughs> you need fans. You need some sun. You need a few things out there in Buffalo. But I'm gonna just talk football with you right now. Right, right. I think you guys should get Alex Smith one. I don't think no. Michael is the answer out there. I think you guys need a quarterback. If you're not going to go get one in the draft and rebuild, you guys are rebuilding, but you guys don't want to admit to it. It's, it's rebuilding time. Okay. You know, so so you guys need to either find a quarterback. You guys got a decent running back. You guys got a pretty suitable offensive line. You're right. You do need a, a receiver that can stretch the field, but you also need a quarterback. That'll get it to him. People hating on Alex Smith. People still think Michael Vick got something in the tank. Hey, black folks, get over it. Michael Vick's done. He's done. <laughs> Alex Smith don't have an arm. He can run the West Coast little short passes. We already had that quarterback in Ryan Fitzpatrick. I need somebody to get it down the field. I'm telling you, you guys need you guys are you guys do have a nice little core of players, but you need a, a deep threat and you need a decent quarterback. We have and, a defense. And I'm like, you do need a couple players on, on, on defense. Yeah, well, give, uh, another corner. Definitely a couple linebackers. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm with you, Glove. I think Buffalo, every year, talk about we one player away, we two players. I think y'all need more than that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, That's what I think, I, yeah. I think I heard it from yeah. a great philosopher before. Um, I think Philly is in the same spot. No, you didn't say Philly. And they go with Philly. <laughs> <laughs> I think Philly in the same spot with Buffalo, San Diego. Uh, what? Yeah. Y'all, you know when you get off the right team, they go back to Philly. You know, it sounds like Terry, you know. <laughs> we ain't talking about Philly. We talking about <laughs> Buffalo. So many teams. One minute you're a San Fran fan, you're a Philly fan. Who are we with this year? Who are we rolling with this year? Yeah, I'm still waiting by the Western Union for when you lost that Philly game. You know what I'm saying? Here we go. Here we go. Yeah, okay. 
all get to enjoy this playoff. You know what I'm saying? Team out of here. <laughs> team out of here. <laughs> team out of here. I love it. Because, <laughs> you, know, yeah. you know, what do you think of that Dallas Cowboys this year? Um... I'm happy that they're with the rest of us. about Dallas. I don't like Dallas. A misery loves company. I'm, I'm telling y'all, it ain't going to last forever, though. <laughs> yeah, it ain't gonna last we, can enjoy, we can enjoy it right now, though. Yeah. I would love to have Tony Romo. That's how bad it is. But I'll take him over Fitzpatrick. Hey, hey, so was Philly. Philly would love to have him, too. <laughs> yeah, we go with this Philly again. They got nobody in there. I ain't going to talk to Philly. <laughs> well, uh, who you got for the playoff? Who you pick? That's my good friend. Then, uh, who you got for Super Bowl? Super Bowl? Yes. New England. New England and a toss-up between Seattle and Green Bay. Hmm. I think Green Bay will upset San Fran. San Fran is a favorite. I think Green Bay going to upset them. And I definitely, I don't have any respect for Atlanta. For whatever reason, I'm not scared of Atlanta. And what was it? 14-2? They might be the worst 14-2 and two team in the league. I think Seattle going to go in there and do work. And, um, yeah, it's a toss-up between Seattle. Well, you know what? I don't even know if Seattle and, uh, well, yeah, I'm going with Seattle, Atlanta, Definitely New England. Well, you know what, Jeff? Well, thanks for calling in, you know, but uh, like you say, you know, all our teams are sitting at home, right, Jeff? That's right. <laughs> That's right. And before you go, Jeff, your son, yeah. uh, look, yeah, what happened to the old Detroit? I know he's sick, sick. <laughs> I love it. I love it that he's sick. <laughs> I love it that he's sick. <laughs> We go at it every week. Matter of fact, I'm ready for that Western Union for my money to come from him. Well, tell him, when he was he took you to do a circle, do it to me, right? Yes, he did you? Yeah, okay. What the hell was that again? That Jeff had me sitting there watching you. I'm doing it right now. I'm going there right now. I'm sitting there. Okay. <laughs> that was a nice oh, no. trick or treat. I got back a, a, a few years ago. Thanks a lot. That was a nice trick or treat. I was sitting there with candy in my costume on. <laughs> I showed myself for the banana and tailpipe trick. Well, thanks for calling, yeah. No problem. Y'all keep up the good work. All right. Take care, Jeff. All right. Take care. We're going to take a break. We'll come back from a break. We're going to talk about the Alabama Notre Dame game that everybody said that Notre Dame should have never been there. We'll be right back. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. 
Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fans' perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice American Network. And let's talk football. Are you looking for the ultimate trail to hike? Maybe you're looking to do the ultimate backpacking adventure. Whether you're a day hiker or an all-out backpacker, be sure to tune in to Backpacking America's Trails with host Rob Maureen. We'll explore some of the most fascinating places on Earth. In addition, we'll talk about backpacking gear, including reviews, safety tips, and more. Our experts will share recipes, destinations, and skills to make backpacking the most enjoyable experience for you. Listen every Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. We are back with loving that sports talk. And uh, Blue, can I can I talk to you for one second? Sure. Okay. Well, said about talking about Notre Dame, Dame game, dang game. They shouldn't even been in there, you know. So <laughs> you gonna mess with Terry Offensive, the defensive line around like they were nothing. 
they were throwing the ball at will. I think Car or what's his what's quarterback's last name? Uh, he threw seven straight completions, and it was like there's no defense out there. They look like scout defense or something. <laughs> and I mean, it was just it, 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 it only took that first drive for me when I said this game is over. This isn't going to be worth watching. And then it was fourteen, and then it was twenty-one, and then twenty-eight to nothing at the halftime. And it, it was just it was ridiculous. My cousin's from Alabama, and me and him argued about it. I said, who can you sit back and say it's in the uh, NFL that's doing something, you know? And he's like, oh, he's, you know, uh, Alabama. I said, Alabama ain't nothing. Boy, those country boys ran all over there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they they had I mean, no uh, clue for those uh, boys, you know? Yeah. What, what, what people didn't see was, if you noticed, if you watched the game, which my son wanted to watch it, but it, like you say, TJ, it was over from the kickoff. But mm-hmm. in the second quarter, I had to point out to my son, I said, you know Alabama, pump, they're pumping their brakes right now, right? Because they don't want people to get lost and turn away from the game in the middle of the second quarter. I said, so if you know that they slowed the offense down to try to let Notre Dame catch up, and they gave them some opportunities to try to move the ball, which they couldn't. You can't take anything from the quarterback on Notre Dame because he was working with what they gave him. Right. He, he really had nothing else on offense from a play calling standpoint that would help him. So he you know, did well, all he could do, but his coach and his offensive coordinator and the guys around him didn't help him out. Oh, Glove, Alabama's defensive backs clearly dominated Notre Dame's receivers. Clearly dominated them. I mean, it was like, you know, big brother, little brother. Um, they, they, they were clearly more athletic. And, 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 and they were clearly more athletic than the Notre Dame receivers were. Let me, let me ask you guys this, Terry and Glove, and let me be honest, you know, um, I think I talked to somebody about said, you know, everybody talk about these teams can play with the SEC and all these other boys. I know when we was coming to Glove, we was 10 and 0, and everybody like, y'all can't go play with these guys. Can these schools not compete with these guys? Because all these sports, like you saying, when these other schools over in this conference with the BCS, well, come play um, Florida and Alabama and all, they can't compete with that. And you just said, Terry, they athletes are so much better. Is that the truth? And I want well, you to answer, Terry. Then, Glove, I want you to say, can we have played Glove against one of those teams? Go ahead first, Terry. Here, here's the deal. If you looked at this game, you could not help but see and understand and say and admit that the Alabama football team all around was a lot better than the Notre Dame football team. Now, athlete for athlete, I mean, I don't know, but athlete for position, absolutely. Absolutely. Can 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 we say that the Alabama linebackers were better than the Notre Dame linebackers? Possibly, because they clearly dominated the game. And, and anybody watching it could see. And, and, and they're like, well, these guys are way better than these guys. How are they number one and they're number two? Well, well for, for me, for me, I'm going to take it a little bit more further out. So you got to look, and when they talk about competition in James, we could have competed with them. But when you talk about competition, you got to remember the FCC is sending five, six, seven teams to bowl games. So you're getting $60, $70 million a year that's going into your conference as opposed to a conference that's getting a million, two million, three million. So how do they keep reloading 
is because they have the finances. Now, outside of Notre Dame, whose pockets are very deep, you would think they could compete because of the finances that a, a school like Notre Dame have. So now you got to go scholastic. Notre Dame scholastics, you know, achievements to get in Notre Dame, the requirements are a lot higher than Alabama. Not saying anything, not calling anybody any names, but when you're talking about competition on the level of Alabama or in the SEC, let's think about those schools. We don't we don't hear about too many rocket scientists coming out the SEC that played on the football team. We we hear about a lot of guys going in the draft, and I'm not saying anything negative. I'm not saying there's something wrong with the school or there's wrong with the guys there. I'm just talking about from an economic standpoint and from an athletic standpoint. Alabama and the SEC are getting a lot more athletes than a Notre Dame will because of visibility on TV and other things. Well, guys, we only have one minute. I want to get y'all picked for this week. Who y'all got? Go ahead. Well, Baltimore and Denver. I, I'm rolling with them Broncos. Um, and then San Francisco, Green Bay. I think y'all ain't going to like this, but I think Green Bay might get them 49ers. I just, it's the quarterback position for me. I know they got a great defense, but They've been scored upon, and I think Green Bay is going to get them. On Sunday, I think Seattle may go in there with Russell Wilson and break down the Atlanta Falcons. I believe that. And, of course, I think the Patriots will roll all over the Texans. Hey, my, my, yeah. picks, at the yeah. my, picks, at, my picks from the beginning were New England and San Francisco in the Super Bowl. I'm not changing New England. I can care less about Peyton Manning possibly beating Ray Lewis this weekend. My difference, my change is, here's my slight change. With Vernon Davis out in San Francisco, I need somebody to step up, and Green Bay got their receivers back. I'm going to still stick with San Francisco. Well, I got to go again with what you know. I got to go with Denver, like, you know, Terry T.J. say. Denver's going to go on and be playing, you know, with the uh, championship against the um, – They'll be playing against New England, um, and then I got to go with um, Green Bay, and um, um, I think it'll be Green Bay and San Fran. No, 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 it'll be Green Bay and um, Atlanta. I think Atlanta get um, Seattle. I think Atlanta gets over the hump this weekend finally. Yeah, but um, what we're gonna do next week? We still got to talk about that RG three things and um, another great show, guys. Thanks a lot. Hey, good job, guys. Hey, all right, TJ. Have a good day. All right, all right. man. I'll see you guys. I love. You. That's going to do it for this week's edition of Loving That Sports Talk. But don't worry, James Loving will be back next week, Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get ready to love more sports talk then. And keep in touch with James all week at lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com.